0: Hey! And I can hardly think, but folks! Slap Jar Jar Brinks, it's March! Came Lewis in like a, a, a lion, leaving before, like a lamb. It is that time of the month. Check your drawers. Yes, you may be spotting, but first. it's only and us Luke Luke giving Luke you the Luke blood, Luke blood Luke. of goodness planet, I mean, on this saying, on episode, March episode, of Nerd Herders. We'll be talking all things nerd-related, and this is the month of our lord 2022, a month that he long-awaited Batman movie has come out. So it's the last chance to celebrate this. And what better way and what better people to do it with me than my favorite married couple of all time, the Dragon of the Dojo, Damien Dragon, and his lovely better half author of the upcoming bio called Tell Me Who I'm Supposed to Be, Foxy Foxy, and Dan Calachico. Hey guys! Hello. Hello. So good to see you all. Um, I have to call special attention uh, to Damien's shirt. Uh, Thirty-five years ago yesterday, uh, probably the greatest match in WrestleMania history took place. So Damian took it upon himself to commemorate that by put by making his own T-shirt from. Actually,
1: I didn't this one was this is an old one from uh, eighty. This was from eighties tees. Pretty mm-hmm. badass one. It this is. is the original, this is the original one re- before they re- released the black tea version. So I rarely wear this one because I don't want to, you know, obvious reasons. I don't want to stain it or nothing like that. Yeah. So, you know, it was WrestleMania weekend and in honor of it and all like that, I had, I had to pull it out for the,
0: for the occasion. Well, thank you for whipping it out, man. I uh, usually I, I a lot and you, are glad you finally came through.
2: Grey's Anatomy shirt.
0: Grey's Sloan Memorial. <laughs> wearing my Slimer Ghost knock. <laughs> And I, I just wore this old suit I found in the back of my closet. So and, uh, all, this, this old thing, dressed and ready to go. Were you, you going to say something, Dan? Yeah, Badass wants you to
3: prove that you shave your balls.
0: Uh, as soon as I'm you, i just... As soon as you prove that you're not wearing pants, don't step on my line.
3: There you go. There you go, Craig. I call her out on that bullshit every time, and I yeah. get nothing back. And and she's all talk and no action. Oh cool. God, please don't. Anyway, sorry, Craig. She was yelling at me in the chat. I had to acknowledge it. Tired of getting <laughs> yelled at.
0: You really don't have to acknowledge that. When You're right. You're that. absolutely <laughs> right. But I want some beaver shots. <laughs> if, it, if this week has proven, to, has proven anything, you don't have to clap back at anyone that says something about something that happened <laughs> on your screen. And we're moving on. Um, and we're moving on. <laughs> and next. So I set him up. Uh, the man uh, also here knocks him down. And that would be you, Double D. Damien, what do we have on tap for this month's edition of Nerd Herders?
1: All right. Well, we got a pretty packed one loaded with some reviews and everything like that. So, as usual, for those of you that are joining us uh, as regular or those of you that are potentially may be joining us for the first time, welcome, as Mr. Craig Lagans puts better than I do. The way this works is I gather up the news nerd uh, tidbits for the month. Pick out 10 of them, and we just do a random roundtable discussion about them, and we go from there. This one's a special one because uh, there's been some requested reviews from my other wonderful hosts that are with me, so we are going to have those a part of it as well. That being said, let's kick off the night's festivities with tonight's uh, first nurse Tidbits. Um, hackers! Hit popular video games stealing more than six hundred million dollars in cryptocurrency. The
2: way you started it, I thought you were going with the movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, look, hackers.
2: tell me there's oh, another yeah.
1: hackers coming out. <laughs>
2: I right? Like, <laughs>
1: well, these guys, well, the, this these guys, uh, in a brazen attack on popular video game Axie Infinity, hackers swiped six hundred twenty-five million dollars in cryptocurrency. The games company's executive said Tuesday marking one of the largest crypto thefts to date amid rising rates of such crimes. Um, Axie Infinity uses a play-to-earn system that combines finance and gaming powered, powered by NFTs, unique tokens that can be traced back to a user. Players buy creature-centric NFTs to gain entry into the game and then spend more crypto to acquire and breed and then spend more crypto to acquire and breed various beasts that they can deploy into battles. Um, So yeah, basically, the theft occurred last Wednesday and they didn't find out about it until Tuesday. So yeah, this apparently is the biggest crypto hack so far in a growing uh form of theft
2: reading that whole thing i feel like lorraine Bracco's character from hackers at the moment
1: so <laughs> rabbit somebody talk to me flu shot flu shot rabbit
3: somebody talk to
1: me
2: uh, yeah, I'm-
1: <laughs> at the end of the day though again you know this whole cryptocurrency thing which is it, it's funny because like, it makes you even think of that commercial that's out now where the guy's like i'm rich I'm not rich. I'm rich. I'm not rich. You know? But there yeah, was, but they, they heisted $625 million.
0: There was a, uh, a, good for a funny show on NBC called Grand Crew where they spent the entire episode of the beginning of the episode, we just invested in cryptocurrency. And they come in and buy the whole round. You know, it came in. We're rich. Buy the whole far round. And then 20, they cut to five minutes later. Can we get everyone's Drink. Find out what they had to drink, and and then cut back five minutes later. They got fur coats on. strikes are on us. They like, "Yeah, I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that." Could you just cut off our our tab? And then they spent the whole just doing that. I'm rich. I'm poor. I'm rich. Sell your car. No, buy a new one. Yeah. I and guess what? I still don't understand what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. Exactly. At the end well, of the day, I, again. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, I I. I have tried.
3: There's a reason why I'm not uh, at a job that has to do with money or math because me no good. Um, but the cryptocurrency and the NFT thing, as far as the NFT thing, can I just screenshot that picture? Like I don't, I, don't, I, I don't understand it, and I also don't understand the cryptocurrency thing. I, it feels on the basic level that it's a fad. I might be crazy. I don't I don't know. It's just uh, well, what are well, they Stallone, gonna do with Stallone's
1: this? Par- Stallone's apparently taking some heat uh because he just launched some new NF Stallone NFT thing too, and everybody there was a lot of blowback on him doing this and everything like that. It's like I When After
3: Life was when Afterlife was getting released, they were doing that. And I'm like, I just screenshot it. I have it on my heart, I have the picture. Like it's a cool picture. I don't what why is that worth fifty thousand dollars? I I don't get it. Somebody help me. I
2: don't
3: know. That's an NFT. Non-fungible
0: token. I don't know what that means. I just said words I don't understand. I don't know what uh, NFT means. I
1: I I thought it used to mean not for trade.
0: Uh, Okay. You know, and and all of this is is gibberish to me. I know it's, even if it's explained to me, I'll give an example. I've seen the movie Trading Places a total of 371 times. I have no idea what the hell that the ending of that movie means. <laughs> I told her the same thing. I love the movie. Absolutely. I love the movie. Seen it a thousand and one the times, same thing. and I watch it, and I go, I still have no clue how any of this works. People have tried to explain it to me, banking me are finance majors, and they'll get, and they, you can use puppets. Video aids. You can use Amber in a skit. I still will. I just I, do not. When get I it. was in construction,
1: uh, there's a guy I worked with. He actually did the stock market stuff, and he's actually pretty good at it. And uh, I told her, I said, "Look, I was willing to tell him, like, look, I can't figure this out for shit. You obviously do pretty good with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll give you X amount of dollars. You play it for us, and I'll give you a percentage. Yeah. But he didn't want to." I, and I understood it from because we were friends. He's like, dude, I really don't want to do that. And they're like, Zach's so good. But he's like, it's really not that hard. And he's, yep. dah, 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 dah. And I'm like, to you, <laughs> to you, I, it's like, look, I'm willing to give you the money and just you take a percentage of what yeah. we get
0: mm-hmm. as
1: my, you know, as my payment. Okay.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know.
1: But yeah, yeah, the same thing with trading places. Though, And as, as a school trip, we were taken to the financial district and we were taken to that building and everything. Yeah. No clue. No, none. no clue.
3: None. Bad Ash just named this uh, episode. She said NFT stands for no no foreseeable transactions. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: nice. Pretty much. Your, yeah. Now put your pants back
3: on. <laughs> no. No,
2: don't do that.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, point of it was is hackers is real. We're in that age and been six hundred and twenty five million dollars.
2: They aren't real unless they're wearing like neon day glow cyber pong. Gateboards. With, Beepers. With, with, with their rollerblades. And you got prodigy playing in their headphones.
0: I uh, <laughs>
3: listen. I. I. OK, wow. Sorry, I just. She really has no pants on. Um. Well, here goes this. Oh God! I'm no good. Take it. I'm gone. All
1: right, moving on. Moving on. I was on trying to ignore that,
3: but I'm completely
1: flustered now. All right, moving on to our next news tidbit for you '80s kids. You're gonna. You may love this. You may not love this. But new live action Voltron movie is in the works uh, for Hollywood. Following a string of Hollywood wins, anime is ready to take on the movie biz once again. With the, help, uh, with the help of Voltron. The Hollywood Reporter confirmed several major studios are circling a live-action adaption of the classic series. This isn't the first time Voltron has toyed with a live-action adaption. Back in the early 2000s, a movie pitch was floated, but was eventually shelved. So for you 80s kids that love The Five Lions as much as I did and everything like that, be on the lookout for a potential Voltron film. Do they, I, I, is
3: there a studio involved yet? Uh, no,
1: they're actually the, 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 the buzz going around is I edited this down for, for time and content but the buzz going around is they're actually expecting to have a deal
0: signed by the end of the week with, one, with a company. I'm worried. Okay. Now, I know you're going to say, Jesus
3: Christ, Dan. What are you worried about? The deal's not even signed, but here's my worry. As long as somebody doesn't try to knock off Michael Bay and I can actually see robots fighting. And well, I mean, um, Voltron I and a monster fighting. I mean. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, but when they form Voltron and they're fighting the big beast, Jesus Christ, I better be able to see that battle. That's all what I'm mean, saying. Because I... I go ahead, uh, I
2: mean, I was going to say, given the... Uh... I don't know the word I don't I don't know the words tonight I don't know words uh given the we don't know
1: nfts we don't know words uh, we don't know
2: the stock market
1: I, I, of, I'm, we're, we're all I'm glad uh, we're all
3: broken claim, not just me
2: the given the acclaim uh that the Godzilla franchise has brought I would assume that like right now you know the, the monster bottles and the kaiju stuff and the big ass robots would be given it's due considering how well Godzilla Godzilla was Kong and Godzilla versus Kong 2, which has been greenlit, is King doing... Kong's
1: with King Kong's son.
2: Apes get down.
1: But <laughs> that means that he's gotta get down with another big, big female. You know ape. what?
2: Maybe he, he's asexual on the inside. That's like a, some some animals have, have that would that, thing. that would seem
1: like it would be more of a Godzilla thing, not a large You know giant what? He's mammal. he's
2: in this weird, magical, mystical place that nobody knows nothing about. So how do you know? Okay. Fair enough. It's fiction. Fiction. Well, yeah. Yeah. So fiction, you know, not real. Pretend imagination. Wait, imagination. wait those
3: lions? Those lions aren't real.
2: Those lions are real. You know, everything. It, so long as you believe it to be real, it'll be real. Those okay. twisters were real.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Craig. No, I. I just as long as like Iron Man when right after transformers came out and i liked the first transformers my only problem with it the first was, one wasn't bad but yeah no i agree 100 um but then iron man came out and then i compared the, the the last fight between um obadiah and tony you know through the city i was like well, i could see this fight i could barely see the fights transformers and then of course they got progressively worked because worse because <laughs> michael bay um so I just, I don't want to knock off of transfer. That's the only thing I'm worried about. I, as, long, as long as it's like cohesive, I, I'm down. I'll give it all of my money. Cause I at love, the end Voltron. Of the day,
1: you know, like, that's the thing. Like, like she was saying, you know, they, they're giving the do like to all those kaiju movies and everything like that. Voltron yeah. is tec- Voltron and the lions are technically the stars of the movie, you know? So yes. th- you're have to, you gotta, you gotta, you can't have a Voltron movie and not really get a good looking Voltron and the lions. Yeah, definitely going to be uh interesting to see where they go with it. All right, well, moving on, we have our first um tidbit that I'm going to be tossing. This one, I'm going to be batting this one over to Mister Dan Kalachiko. All right, this one is uh, we got our trailer release of Ghostbusters: Spirits Unleashed, the video game. A four-on-one game and everything like that.
3: So, Dan, take it away. So, let me just say that I've been in a fever dream all week because they keep releasing little tidbits of footage. For it. And and here's the here's the kicker. I had no idea this was coming. This yeah. wasn't one of those things it didn't where i get... Met- did
1: come out of the left field.
3: It, it did. Well, yes and no. When Afterlife when the last afterlife trip, like before the movie got released at the end of last year, guys, uh, Ernie Hudson said in an interview, and he's the only one that said anything. They're working on a ghostbusters video game. So I was like, Oh, interesting. But everybody else was kind of other than ghost, but Jason at ghostbusters news, nobody was really, nobody jumped on that except Jason. And and then I forgot about it because then the movie, you saw the movie, the movie's like, oh God, you know, and then, and then all of a sudden <laughs> I woke up to the Ghostbusters dude saying, well, not only is there a game coming out, but they already have a trailer. And let me tell you, this might be the ill game that this might be the one because they're the same guys that did it's not guys. They're the same team that did the Friday the 13th game and mm-hmm. Predator hunting ground game. Those are great games. Uh, Predator, I'm not a Predator guy, so I played it a few times when it was free. Right, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I I played it a few times because it was free because a bunch of people from Rooster Teeth, Funhouse, did voices on it. So I was like, oh, I'll play a couple rounds, and I just kept getting my ass kicked, so I was like, well, Uh, Friday 13th, I played a lot. Uh, And then it seemed to kind of die a slow death where there wasn't as many people playing anymore. This might be the well, one.
1: As, as far as I know, they shut that down too already. I think that was already shut they
3: down. They shut it down. There is like a whole rights thing. And it all came to a head around the same time. Like as the viewer, the, the viewers, as the user ship was kind of dying, then that happened and then fizzled out. Like it was available free the following uh, Halloween. And then by the end of the year, gone. This might be the one. Because Ghost Core has got hands on on this. Um. Sure. Ghost Corps, meaning the team, the basically the division under Sony Columbia that's running Ghostbusters now. Yeah, uh, where I where Ivan's office was, where Jason's office is. So this might be the one, man. Um, it's See, funny because
1: is, again, you know, it's like I'm not. You guys know me. I'm not really big on the sandbox games and all that stuff. And it's like that's the only. Thing, it's like, uh. But it looked amazing. It looked amazing, and obviously, you know, everything they do apparently is canon. Because you can see, like you know, Ernie Hudson, it's it's kind of playing off the ending of the Ghostbusters movie, the, the end credits scene. And if you haven't seen it, you should have. So that's why we're talking about it now.
3: Yeah, we're sorry, prison, well, I'm not you know, no, no like- spoiler alert anymore. It was out in Nove- uh, November.
1: Yeah. So, like you know, Ernie Hudson, you know, the firehouse and everything like that. So this is obviously like connected to that. And even with Dan Aykroyd being at the bookstore and everything like that. So they're obviously making this canon to the movie.
3: They use the words tertiary canon.
1: Tertiary. So I is uh, yeah, that's the word. Ser- canon.
3: Yeah, so fine. Yes, yeah, she she has a fine tertiary canon, um, which gives me the hope that because there's another animated show that they're still working on.
1: Yeah, I know about that. Yeah, yeah.
3: And as you just pointed out, the end kind of t- you know there's it's open. We can keep going on the movies or TV show. So when I hear the words tertiary canon, I can see it developing. Do I think this game's going to be as big as Fortnite, Call of Duty, Halo? No, there's no way. There's no way. It, I'll be happy, but there's no way it's it's doing Still millions.
1: I'm to Call of Duty. Yeah, I saw that. That was
3: kind of, <laughs> you. Never know. It could be real. It could be next Dead for de- uh, uh, Dead by What's the one that? Yeah, Dead by, Dead. Dead by Dawn. Dead by Dawn. Thank Daylight. you. Dead by
1: Daylight.
3: Death by Daylight. Thank you. Dead by the other one? That's
1: the other
3: one. No, it's Until Dawn.
1: Until Dawn. We're like yeah. that. But it's we're yeah, nerds tonight.
3: yeah. we're we're all off our game, freaking. Uh, but Death, but Dead by Daylight is that sandbox <laughs> online lobbies where somebody's the monster. People are trying to get away from the monster. You got to hit little goals to get the hell out of there. It's going to be like that. You can be a ghost. And it looks like through the the footage, you can possess things, items like chairs, tables, vacuums, anything in the rooms. Uh, You can haunt, meaning you send these objects off on their own. And they create diversions. and Like they thought about this stuff. You could slime the whole crew. You could now, in the way it looks like it's working out, when you're the ghost, you get three attempts. Like there's a little rift that opens and they don't quite get you in the trap. You get two more attempts and then you're done. Or you can all be Ghostbusters. It's going to be apparently fully customizable Ghostbusters. So you all look different. Yeah, Um, but different suits, different gun. You know, go ahead.
1: But okay. My problem with that though, it's a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. What's the point of customizing your character?
3: So you look cool for everybody else.
1: That's but that's what I mean. Like that's what. I, but I want to see what my character looks like. You know what I mean? So it's like, what's the point of first person view customization if I can't see my character? Don't you kill this for me, <laughs> I Love you. <laughs> no, you no, no I, take this from me. You're gonna <laughs> see I your hands, see it, but everybody else is game. gonna see me as a Ghostbuster. I've already made so many plans and you're killing it for me, Damien. <laughs>
3: <laughs> point, point taken. Um, I don't give a shit. It's a Ghostbusters game that has people on. I don't care. That, that first, when that 2009 Ghostbuster game came out, and believe it or not, even though the PlayStation servers are shut down, you can still put in the Xbox 360 copy of that game and play multiplayer Ghostbusters online. I was doing it on Tuesday. Uh, when did the game get announced? Monday. I was with Jason doing it well i'm from ghostbusters news
1: yeah you you, you may want to watch the phrase
3: Crazy? no that's okay i don't care
1: a game. Game.
3: No, no, no. whatever you want to think uh, so i remember when that game first came out people were mad my friends were mad at me at comcast who i was uh working with at the time because i stopped playing call of duty for a while because it was duty. hours at duty Hours and hours of online busting ghost for hours. Hours. And I was working the late shift. So we're talking like midnight to 6 a.m. Leveling up my Ghostbuster. Now, there was no customization. I can't tell you how excited I am for it. There's just all this information coming out, and they're not even in the beta cuck build of it or whatever it's called. I don't What is it called? they are in the alpha build. It looks good already is what I'm saying. More and stuff it's not we want to understand. Out, yeah, thing words that I don't understand. Uh, I'm just excited. I'm super excited. I'm a bust that makes me feel good.
0: <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Who are you going to call, Dan? Bill. Okay.
3: The ghost possession part reminds me of an old Genesis game. The concept is where you get killed by a mafia boss, so you have to scare him and his family out of their house. So it's called haunting. Starring Polter Guy. What? I got to look that this up. Not That's coming. not,
2: not an yeah, angry
1: what, video game wait, nerd what, what is this and why have we not heard about this
2: before? Right? Yeah, how
3: am I not heard? Because that sounds horrible yet awesome.
2: Yeah. That's definitely like angry video game nerd territory.
3: I want to look this up. By the way, other than 2009, the best Ghostbusters video game was the Sega Genesis one. That's an excellent game. And I will not play like it the on one on where you got to go game. up the building. No fuck that game. (laughs) I had to hate that game.
1: And here's the thing, Damien. Yeah.
3: Damien, I played that for years. I wasted so many literal years of my life trying to beat that game. Then you get you finally figure out what you're supposed to do. Because I'm like six or seven. I don't know how games work. I just play games like Mario. Jump on people, kill the kill the Bowser, get the princess. Then you start. Oh, okay. So that's how you do it. Then then you finally figure it out after you've had the game for three years, and then you get to the Zool building, which that's not what it's called, but that's okay, Nintendo. And then you do that bet, then you barely make it up the stairs once. You got to do it three more times. And I never finished that game. I never beat that game.
1: That's the part that gets everybody is that staircase.
3: Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, but that, that Sega Genesis one. If anybody has an emulator or an old Sega Genesis, you find that. It's a really fun side platforming game that really made work. I had the Game Boy version, too, which was all right. Awesome. All right. Thanks for letting me nerd out about that.
1: Oh, no problem. Now, pitching it off to our next review. Someone that is all spiffied up for it and everything like that. Uh, We're gonna pass it over to Mr. Craig Lagans who got to see a special showing of the Batman before it released and everything like that. So, Mr. Craig Lagans, go for it.
0: Well, Jamie, thank you for the wonderful introduction. Uh, the the Batman uh, the movie finally uh, debuted March fourth. I was lucky enough to see it February 28th. And due to the social media embargo and litany of paperwork I had to sign, I couldn't uh, even say that I saw the movie. Um, Not not, not even, no reviews, no anything. I I couldn't even say that I saw it until the the movie was released. Uh, But see it, I did. And I've gone back again to see it a second time since then uh clocking in at 2 hours and 58 minutes. Wow, is the longest Batman movie wow ever made. Uh and in saying that, and I going with people that uh he didn't know that it was going to be that long. Uh same thing that was said about Avatar, the same thing that was said about Titanic, the same thing that was said about The Dark Knight. You don't even notice it. Oh, wow. The movie is so good and you're so into it that time just goes away. And I will say this, for those of you who have not seen the Batman, the guy standing behind me, he's behind me, isn't he? Um, This is the truest, most authentic movie adaptation of a comic book I've ever seen. Wow. And any Marvel movies, you know, Every once in a while, you can point out, oh, yeah, that was from the comic book. Oh, yeah, well, that looks very comic book related. This, the Batman, um, has borrowed from some of the greatest Batman stories of all time. The Long Halloween, Hush, Batman Year Two. All of the elements are in this movie. Credit Matt Reeves, who, for some reason, if you, you're you familiar with his previous work, um, the last two Planet of the Apes movies, Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane, the man loves to shoot in the dark. Um, and Gotham City is as much a character in this film as uh, Batman, Penguin, Riddler. Um, it's uh, an essential part of this. This is the most, Authentic Gotham City I've ever seen. This puts the Christopher Nolan Gotham City way, way, way in the rearview mirror. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, very good. Uh, it's a B B+. Um, Robert Pattinson is an excellent Batman.
1: But is he an excellent Bruce Wayne?
0: He's not Bruce Wayne enough in this film to be... Uh, I wouldn't put him in the... uh, Remember,
1: we've we've always said, you're not playing one, you're playing
0: two. That's why I've always said why Christopher Reeve is my Superman, even though Henry Cable is the perfect Superman specimen. He's not Clark Kent. You have to pull Superman off. You have to be Clark Kent. Christopher Reeve, that's Clark Kent, because you never would in a million years think this guy was Superman. Henry mm-hmm. Cable is Superman with glasses on. He's the exact same guy. There's, yeah. no, there's no difference there. Robert Pattinson is in this film isn't isn't Bruce Wayne enough um, for me to rank him as a as a great Bruce Wayne. But that's how the, this movie was written. That's how this movie was uh, put together, how Matt Reeves did it. This is Batman Year Two and where this movie takes place. And it's a uh, absolutely um uh, great. Um,
1: well, ahead. the burning question from this household.
0: Yes, that household there.
1: Zoe Kravitz and Catwoman. As Catwoman.
0: Damien, um, I'll use this forum to say, because this is the only place where I can air my, my Batman grievances. It always, it doesn't pain me, but it just baffles and confuses me why every time there's a new Batman, we need another Catwoman. Hmm. There are okay. so no. many no. other villains that they can use, but I just don't understand why there always has to be a Catwoman whenever there is a new Batman film. So Funny, have- I
2: say the same thing about Joker.
1: Well, also because like she was always uh, she's you know the predominant you know mm-hmm. love interest in an odd way.
2: No, but, yes, but agreed that that's always been my main complaint. Whenever there's a new Batman thing, is can I see any other? Person in his fucking rogues gallery.
1: Right, yeah. he's got a huge rogues gallery. Like,
0: well, yeah. Why is poison ivy only being seen once? There isn't any. If you want to have a female antagonist, what's wrong with her? What's wrong with Magpie? What's wrong with Lady? The good.
3: It's a perfect timing for poison ivy to be brought back out. Being the world is the way yes. it is exactly don't know
0: why um yeah that being that being said zoe kravitz was fine uh i i'm there's nothing wrong she was selena no but i'm she's selena kyle this is the first time we've seen that selena kyle yeah the, the selena kyle we we came we first got to know in batman year one that's the zoe kravitz that we're seeing we've never seen that Catwoman before unless well, i should, we've never seen selena kyle but again the way that robert pattinson was more batman in this film than bruce uh Zoe Kravitz was with more Selena Kyle in this thing Okay.
1: Yeah, because we 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 just grabbed like her Catwoman Funko Pop on principle. <laughs> it was like hey right, yeah. <laughs> take it. She
0: she looks great. She did great. Um and but all of them the I, I don't have a favorite catwoman because the now, you know. uh,
1: have you seen uh I'm assuming you have the 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 unreleased what, the deleted scene with the Joker and everything like that.
0: Yeah, Barry Cog, Kogan, Barry Cogan's. Um,
1: well, now, what? What do you think? What do you think of that? Because I mean, that was one creepy ass looking freaking Joker.
0: That was probably the, and for not using his name, um, that was the probably the best interpretation of what the Joker would look like and, uh, re- Had he fallen into a vat at Ace Chemicals? like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The composite that was put together from all the edited scenes I like Yeah, the, from the,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, put it all together. Um that's the most realistic Joker you'll ever see.
1: Yeah, she's I showed her the picture she was like that's
0: pretty gross. <laughs> what are you going to say, Dan? I just wanted to throw my
3: two cents in here. Um and I agree with everything you said. Um I I have to see it a second time. I was gonna go see it a second time. I saw it, by the way. We haven't we haven't talked about it yet, but
2: yeah.
3: um, I was gonna go out to see it a second time, but I think it's gonna be on HBO Max in two weeks, so I'll wait.
1: Yeah, I'm wait. I'm
0: waiting. I'm waiting.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I don't know how to say this without sounding controversial.
0: No, that's
3: it. But I think I would have. I, it's not that kind of controversy. Uh, I'm, well, it's not that kind of controversy. It's only controversial based on what was said thus far. Oh God! I'm just going to say it like this. I think I would have liked it better if that scene was still in the movie with the Joker because that. Uh, I I don't know. I'm a I'm a sucker for Joker. Yeah, I, I'll say it. I don't care. I'm a mark for Joker. Uh, I don't care how many times or who it is. I like the Joker. Um, I like the simplistic.
0: Um, layers of mental health and what that can do with another guy's
3: uh uh uh, fighting mental health one good one bad you get what i'm saying yeah yeah like i i I enjoyed the hell out of the movie the joker and then i saw that deleted scene where they actually do reference batman because there's no references to batman at all in the joker nope except for that deleted that it's like a deleted line it's not even a scene it's a line and i was like oh my god that would have been fan uh, sign me up for that i felt the same i loved the batman i went oh i can't wait to see it again to get a better view of it in 4k with my my little you know awesome uh home theater set, set up uh we don't have the best theater here but it's a theater <laughs> um but goddamn that What's his name again? The actor, Craig? Uh, Barry Cogan. I I need more. Like, uh, th- please make well, that uh, canon.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, he he did the same. He had the same scene stealing uh, performance in the Eternals. Um, he's <laughs> just a, uh, He's just got that look, and he's a great actor. But that was a great Matt Reeves decision to make the Joker like that, physically scarred. Um, that's what, what he why Heath Ledger's Joker stands out so much because. This is, you know, someone he the scars about the scars he did to himself, along with the, you know, the obviously the falling into the vat of chemicals that was, you know, that Batman fans know the the um the history of the Joker, right? right. But um, that uh it was it, it it worked. Um, sad part is um, that'll be a one off where there's not going to be Damn it. Um, a uh, sequel to the Batman, and that's fine.
1: Really? Cause I I thought I heard there were there were talks of a sequel. Sure, I
0: I I heard there was, and obviously we live in an age of sequels, so it'd be really surprising if they don't. Um, especially considering, like,
1: again, it got great reviews. Now, um, quick question, because you you said you saw it twice, Craig, right? Yes,
0: yeah, I did. Yes.
1: All right. So, uh, Miss Foxy here was saying the one thing she had been noticing was that some people were saying that, like, though it was a great Batman movie. Mm-hmm. That the rewatchability wasn't there. Did you feel that when you saw that a second time?
0: No, um, the rewatchability was there was better for me because the way the movie starts. Um, what makes this a great Batman film was because it focuses on his other moniker that we forget: the world's greatest detective. This was a detective story, so watching oh, it watching it a second time, I saw the clues that I missed the first time that were right in front of me. And I
1: that, guess the first time you're just sitting there and enjoying, but now it's like, yeah. okay, now I'm going to go back and really...
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, that being said, I could see why some people would say it wouldn't be rewatchable. Because, I mean, for example, for me, if I watch something like... I take, for example, the SVU episode I was just yeah, watching. exactly, Yeah, yeah Once yeah. I know the mystery and once I know how it was solved and why it was solved... I personally
0: wouldn't want to watch it again. I can understand why some people would feel that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I liken it to um, a movie like Sixth Sense where people saw it again because you're looking at all the clues to with Bruce Willis and the reaction that people had to them because the first time, obviously, nobody knew anything, but now it's like, oh, okay, now I see why. Yeah. Why the wife didn't respond while when Bruce was sitting opposite him in the uh, in the restaurant scene Um, with this, it was just clues and um, just tiny uh, nuances that we did. But the acting performance is all around. You you get a great cast with guys that just know what the hell they're doing. Paul Dano, uh, Jeffrey Wright. uh, I don't know if it's eligible. And I know we, but, um, and I know it's, this is a, saying the word is a trigger, but fucking Colin Farrell deserves an Oscar nomination for this. Yeah, That's, so
1: yes. was, that was actually leading me to the next question. It's like, you know, seeing what he looked like on TV was like, wow, amazing. Like, had they not told you it was Colin Farrell, you would have not known it was Colin Farrell. Did yes. that hold up seeing it on the big screen? Because, you know, you Hell see yes. the- Hell yes. But I just Most realized
2: what the trigger
0: word was. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you just got that. I'm
2: like, yeah. well, I'm like repeating the sentence in my head. I'm like, what's
0: that? Yeah, well, we don't want to say the O word. That's uh, but funny. No. Uh, no, Colin Farrell's own son didn't recognize him on set wow. when he came set. Um, and the fact that. Yeah, it made uh, him cry. Yeah. The <laughs> fact that um, uh, the penguin got a, a greenlit HBO Max series before Batman even came out. Tells you all you need to know about what oh, I didn't going.
1: even know that it was a thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Penguin, uh, Colin Farrell and Jeffrey Wright are going to be in a spin-off series from the Penguin. HBO Max are already greenlit. Oh wow! That. Sign
1: me up. I like Colin Farrell too. So
0: yeah, and, and of oh. course Colin Farrell in this. No one, I there was somebody in the theater that didn't believe that was him. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Trust me, but that's that's yeah, short Irish dude. Um, yeah, that uh. Was in the Horrible Bosses and was uh, Bullseye. Yeah, that's that's Colin Farrell. Wow. An amazing job. Beth. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Can't say enough good things. About right,
1: I can't wait for this thing to hit HBO Max. I was kind of excited before. Now I'm really
0: excited. Yes, please. Yeah, let me know what you think about it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Dan. Uh, all right. Moving on to the next one, as requested by Mr. The Calachico for a roundtable discussion, we have now had in our hands... Uh, for some of us, for the last you know, week or two now, whatever it was, uh, WB 2K 22. All right, live, uh, live thoughts. Go ahead, Dan. Okay,
3: all right. I have not been very secretive about my loathing of 2K in the wrestling <laughs> games. I don't know if you know that, folks. Um, and Damien, it, all four of us. Is there four here? One, two, three, four. I really can't count. This is an off night. Uh, as four of us have discussed. I'm sober, by the way. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, for now, yeah. For now, after this, man, I'm taking a hit. Whew. We've discussed uh, video game delays, which may or may not come into uh, account later on in this episode. Yeah, well, I don't know. Okay, uh, very good. Well, then we'll elaborate more on that later, so I will just cut through. We've all discussed how good it will be for 2K to delay, perhaps making another wrestling game. And can I say, and I think you'll agree with me, that they're at least back on track where they were with 2K19. It's still got weird glitches, but that it's 2K, so... and they're, yeah, And to their... Regardless. And to their credit, they are pumping out updates. Oh, yeah. Pat, they are patching like the shit week. out of
1: it. Like every, every week.
3: I had two, I think I had two this week, I think, because it's just updated before we started the show. Um, that being said, I don't think it's ever looked better. I'm oh, talking it visually, fantastic. it's stunning the time they took our theories. Of course, they're correct, not releasing a game every year. Did this so well? The menus are navigatable. The, me-
1: the menu, the navigation menus are beautiful.
3: The creative, the 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 community creations are insane. Yeah. This time thing, around,
1: yeah, the one Go thing ahead. I, the one thing I don't like in terms of the creations thing is with everything they did do though, they limited the create entrance, and I was like, oh, oh I haven't
3: even tried that yet. Is it really?
1: Nah. It's more. It's more like. Remember how like you know you could do the lights, you could do the stage, you could piece every little piece. You could no, do literally every section.
3: Oh fudge. No,
1: enough. now it's just you pick somebody's entrance, you pick somebody's music the way it used to be way back, and that's it. Really? Yeah, went back to- hold on.
3: Well, why would you release a game with all of this all like the My Faction, the My GM, the My Rise, the Showcase? There's all these little nuances that they had two years and, and the gameplay's great.
1: And you couldn't put the create entrance back in. I guess, really? You know, I, guess, I guess it falls like into you can't have it all. You can't have it I all. Yes. Because well, that'd be uh, I was like oh, around sorry. with it for you know for our stuff and everything like that. oh yeah. I was like, oh, and I was like, oh you, and I was like, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Nah, you can't hook it up the way you used to. You know, you can still set up the trons and the ramps and they like that, but I mean, it's not fully loaded like it used to be. You know. Like you pick somebody's entrance, you pick a music, you pick the, the screening things, and then that's it. You, you, can't, you can't mix and match pieces or anything like that like you used to before.
3: All right, well, in that case, instead of an 8 out of 10, I'm putting a 7 out of 10. Wow. Um, no, it's... They, they, they put their money where their mouth is and they fixed yeah, they everything. That was a problem. But in a, in, a
2: bit of,
1: in, a, in a bit of irony, though, because, again, a lot of people are really enjoying this one. In a bit of iron, though, the release week, it comes out, the news drops that they may be dropping 2K to go to EA. Yeah. Um, Which was to the excitement of like no one, apparently, because apparently I, I had always thought they should have jumped because, you know, EA did a lot of sports games, but I hadn't realized as of recent how they run their sports games and how messed up their sports games are and everything. And I Let was like, add okay, another- I kind of re- retract what I said then. Especially Let being me- again, they really worked on this game. This game is incredible compared to like the last few few couple ones.
3: I even I like the control. Like now that it's a game that I can actually play without it crashing and, and glitching. The controls and the reversals and like that's great. I, I'm yeah. I'm uh, Butterfingers doesn't exist anymore. I'm like, yeah, you're not putting me in a fall away slam, bitch. I'm like you know. I want to add another layer to the EA thing. Remember when uh, the same de- the developer switched from WWE to WCW? Remember WCW had Aki, yeah, um,
1: Aki and you, and guys. then
3: THQ you, eventually WWF got them. and then they got the great games. Because I still say WCW and w over Revenge is superior. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, just me. Uh, And then it was announced in Late 98 early 99 That WCW is going to be developing A new video game with EA
1: Remember WCW WCW Mayhem Oh god Remember
3: WCW Backstage Assault Uh,
1: And then there was Thunder Which I didn't even bother
3: Well Thunder Thunder was a follow up So it was uh, WCW um, Mayhem Versus the world. no, Which was good.
1: That's a good one.
3: Which was doubled up by Revenge. Which is great. And then for the disc version. There was WC. I'm sorry. WCW versus NWO World Tour was N64. Then there was Revenge. Then there was WCW Nitro. Then Thunder. Which was just Nitro with different paint. And different wrestlers and more entrances. And then EA. (laughs) And then Mayhem. Which I still have it. And I played it recently. The controls are really good. It's actually, control-wise, great. It looks horrible, even for PlayStation standards. That's a shitty-looking game in 1999. It got worse with Backstage Assault. So not only did they take the gimmick of hardcore wrestling and not use any ECW name on it, they called it Backstage Assault. You couldn't go out to the ring. Yeah, I can only fight it. It looked worse. It looked worse than a Nintendo game. And being the guy that has NHL 22, who is thoroughly enjoying it versus the last three NHL games that were God awful. And being friends with so many people that have Madden and curse it to this day. I don't want fucking EA anywhere. Fucking near. I'll take the, I'll wait another year and a half and let WWE 2K 24 do this again.
1: But well, this is great. I, mean. I don't want EA hopefully, touching it. Hopefully, the success of this one, they'll stick with 2K because they've obviously really um, redeemed themselves for the time being. But, don't but the rush should do
3: another one for next year. That's Please. that was my,
1: like, are you okay? Now we're gonna jump for 2K 23. Are you guys gonna do? I say make it, make it every two years. Because look what it did for this one. It did fantastic for this one.
3: And. And we're still in the second release uh, week. So the updates, the patches, we haven't even got the downloadable content yet.
1: And, and they, the, the release, they they put out all the information. The, the, the downloadable content is from like, is all the way to like, I think it was June or July. Yeah. It's, it's, a, lot. Towards,
2: it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a content. lot of content. I mean, there's
1: some stuff in there. I'm like, meh. like, okay. Logan Paul, dude, if you wanted a celebrity in there. Give me Johnny Knoxville. I would have enjoyed that yeah, one why better. Fuck do it? Logan Paul. Listen, like, I get why, you know my because kids, like, kids watch him. My, but. My, 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 no, but my kids were like, Logan Paul, that sucks. And then I mentioned Johnny Knoxville, and they're like, yeah, they should put Johnny Knoxville in. That would have been fun. Because, you know, they love Jackass now. Which, by the way, we watched the Jackass movie over the... Oh, movie, I have to watch that. Lucas. I forgot it's out. Oh, my God. I was... I was in tears. There was one point I literally, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, I was like, I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard.
3: Well, luckily you got someone there to give you mouth mouth to mouth.
1: And they did, apparently they did appease Bam because he wasn't one bit, but you wouldn't barely notice he wasn't in it. He was in it if you didn't pay attention.
3: Well, that was my comment. I love Bam, but I am not, not going to see this movie because you're bad. (laughs) But
1: nevertheless, you know, Hey, 2k did a great job let's see what happens now though because again you know now this this is ea talks but maybe who knows
3: can i tell you a funny little p.s to this sure what i was blaming 2k for this and i want to publicly come out and say it was not 2k's fault for like five years so i would download custom arenas thinking i could use them in regular gameplay right you got to download shows to get those arenas to be playful. <laughs> I was just downloading or the for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, dummy didn't know that. Dummy me. And I just yeah. figured it out by accident yesterday. I downloaded the uh, NWA 87 set. And I was like, oh, now it's shit. Show- oh, oh that, that one look good. It. I saw that one. That one looked good. It looks really good, too. It's got the, really the, old, the old wooden backdrop with the little TV with World Championship. Looks fucking great. Yeah, well, now I can use it because I figured it out.
1: You got to make a whole show thing for it to be active.
3: Yeah, what the, man, the information that would have been wonderful to me if I had looked it up five years ago.
1: Oh, yeah, I got the ECW brick entranceway one yeah. that, says, that says bingo hall and everything. I got that one. That was yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, I had a
3: WCW Royal Rumble in the World War Three show because I learned how to fucking download it.
1: Uh, okay. no, 2k not bad now we've got to see what the future holds
3: yeah now just take two more years 2k
1: yeah take two more years if WWE Don't. sticks with them all right moving on to the next tidbit which miss foxy foxy may enjoy it's been a while since she's had some comic book news that she yeah i was kind of
3: i was kind of feeling bad she's sitting there not in the gen like give something to uh, foxy to
2: It's my March theme. It's fine. (laughs) Elvira Uh.
1: (laughs) is killing Elvira, and she couldn't be happier about it. The Mistress of the Dark is returning for a supersized comic issue, The Death of Elvira, which promises to house a lot of Elvira-related madness, and there's nobody who is more excited about this than Elvira. She goes on to say, quote, I've done a lot of wild things as the Mistress of the Dark, everything from film to television, music to comics even wearing wired headphones and yoga pants. But there was one huge item left on my bucket list. Dang! Uh, don't panic, horror hounds. There's more to the spine-tingling tail than meets the eye. Uh, I saw the the covers for these. Uh, they look absolutely amazing and everything like that. They look incredible.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if this is the final, final show for her. I mean, she finally put out her memoir finally giving people a look into her real life as Cassandra per- yeah. Peterson, Perkins. I can't remember her last name at the moment. Revealing her relationship. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, to, no pun intended, put a nail in the coffin of the character makes a lot of sense. And it's about time because nobody could ref- nobody could fill that mantle. They tried. Oh, yeah, they tried. They absolutely tried. They had a reality uh. show it that I watched vehemently, but it didn't work. There'll never be another. And if there's any time to do so now... Quite literally is the time.
1: Exactly. At least let her put it to have the ability to put it to rest as opposed to being one of those opportunities where it's like not.
2: And I will still never get a chance to meet her.
1: What's he got there, Dan? Wait, what? Hold on.
3: I was just going to backtrack in a second. I was looking at the covers and I liked her tombstone, Elvira. The
1: covers are incredible.
3: The covers are incredible, but her tombstone, Elvira, 1981, 2021. I was also an incredible pair of legs. Yes, she had had incredible everything. And I mean, character wise. Also nice to look at. Um, Why won't you
2: meet her? Well, she very rarely does appearances as Elvira anymore. And if this is, in fact, an end of her character, she's not going to be doing any more appearances as Elvira. Come
3: to California with me. We'll go to Knott's Berry Farms Elvira theme thing. She'll be there. She was there at Monster Mania. What last year? A year before? I
0: think she'll well, still do cons. Uh, I
2: can't get to Monster Mania anymore, no. unfortunately. You
0: that can't the get worst. there. No. It's too far away in Jersey. I don't.
2: Yeah, my car doesn't do uh, long haul drives, and okay. I used to go to Monster Mania with an old with a friend.
0: Craig, we have to rectify this. Yes, we do. This is today.
3: this is this is something I'm going to make this a mission. I, this will not stand. Uh, no, yeah. I'm serious.
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't I, fucking I, like that. I, Fox, we I, must get Foxy Foxy to meet Elvira. No, yeah, goddammit. I've, I've known too many people that weren't worth meeting Elvira that have met Elvira. You're worth ten of those people. So, the gack off that I know that have already met Elvira have met Elvira. You need to meet Elvira, and we are going to make that happen.
3: We'll, we'll figure it out, Craig. Craig, Craig, you and I'll figure it out. We might, we might have to road trip the shit you out know of the this.
2: Shame though is. Um, for the past, well, from the pandemic up until even now, Uh uh, BookCon has been on hiatus, which I would frequent every year. And they were talking, when when they were talking about putting BookCon up again this past year, her book would have been one to be featured since the release was soon, and she would have been there Ah, signing and doing everything. But again, BookCon is just on Pietis in general they're not doing anything this year there's no talks of it even next year and is it as a book lover and someone who just likes to meet authors of her favorite books even their memoirs and shit it's like it's slowly killing me inside that i am missing these opportunities to meet these writers and these celebrities that are yeah. writing books that can't tour or won't tour it's like killing
3: Kelly and I were talking about getting down to New Orleans during the Vampire Ball, so I could meet Anne Rice because she's met
1: her.
2: Anne Rice is, yes, Rice I know. Gonna...
1: Okay, I was saying, are you yes, pulling? Are you, are you
2: pulling a Nikki Bella? Are you about to pull? No, Nikki no,
3: Bella? no, 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 no. I was saying the whole point is, is as my voice cracks, um, Foxy was saying missing an opportunity, and the yes. first thing I thought about was. God damn it! I just wanted to shake Anne Rice's hand and go. Oh, you fucking! awesome. I
2: met her son. Her son was really cool.
3: Christopher's awesome.
2: He was when yeah. the, the Mummy, the Mummy Two of their series came out at BookCon. I personally met him. He was like the only person I decided to like meet and talk to. And I believe he autographed my book too. I'm Not too sure.
3: Oh, I, I, if she if he did, I want to see that. I've got an autographed book from Anne in here somewhere. I think Anne it's not Knock the Devil. Go, Craig.
0: Anne Rice um, was signing at the bookstore that I worked at in Rochester, New York in 1991, 92, 92 I'm sorry, 1992. Um, I worked for the largest bookstore in Rochester and big name artists, authors would have come by and Anne Rice was going to be at my bookstore uh, at six o'clock. Uh, but I got off at three and didn't feel like going back to work. So I never got to meet hi. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so we were in the same room. We were, she sat at the same desk that I did to sign the huh. book, but yeah, I here. Yeah.
2: Well then I got to say it. Would you believe she got fucking snubbed in the memoriam of the trigger word?
0: Yeah, I can, I can believe that. Her and her and Saget. Her son yeah. posted a whole big thing about it. And her, I'm like, her, how do you fuck that up? Her, her and
1: Bob Saget. Yeah.
0: They're the Academy. They miss people every year. I mean, like big people they miss Fuck
3: the Academy for a myriad of reasons. For Christ's sake. So fucking ugh. God, I don't care. I don't even watch it. Now I have to be watch. forced to see this shit. Sorry.
0: If I stopped. With the memoriam, I knew it was suspect The uh, 1996. Um, one of the people um, that was up for Best Actor, uh, Roberto, I'm um, sorry, something. But he was for Il Postino. He was the, the lead actor and Best Actor nominee for Il Postino. Um, and if he won, they were going to give it to him posthumously. So, Because he died a month before the ceremony. Oh. Guess who wasn't in the in memoriam? One yes. of the nominees for the fucking award. Gotcha. Wow. in Memoriam. So that's right there. And that was in 96. So I and it's become like a running theme for me every year a Memoriam. Who are they going to leave out? Wow. Who aren't they going to or who they're going to focus more on than somebody else?
1: Right, 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 right. Yeah.
3: I just read his statement. Damn.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I okay. They also missed Neil uh, Norm McDonald. Which hmm.
2: uh, Oh yeah, he died. That's right. Yeah, that
3: wasn't that wasn't my he wasn't my guy, but that's not the how do but you fuck up is, a yeah. list?
2: hmm
3: Okay, whatever. Fuck it, you know.
2: Isn't, that, isn't that somebody's job to just write all these down? Like
1: somebody to the Academy. I'm just I'm just,
2: right now just when saying in.
3: when I I don't do my job, I get fired. So I mean I've never been fired, but the point stands. <laughs>
1: All right. Moving on in nerd news. Now into something which I think Dan and I had made a mental connection about earlier in terms of video games. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League uh, hit with a massive release delay. Uh, Rocksteady's upcoming DC Comics shooter, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, will miss its 2022 release window and will launch in spring 2023. Mm -hmm. Announced on Twitter by creative director Sefton Hill. Rocksteady's upcoming superhero shooter is now targeting a spring 2023 launch. Goes on to say, quote, We've made the difficult decision to delay Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League to spring 2023. I know a delay is frustrating, but that time is going into making the best game we can. <sighs> uh, I look forward to bringing the chaos to Metropolis together. Thanks for your patience. In a lighthearted touch to the announcement, a video of the squad... Reacting in a disappointing manner accompanied the announcement.
2: <laughs> wow, Cyberpunk really set the standards for everybody, didn't they?
1: Mm-hmm. I think that, and I think that's what I think. What what's happened with CD Projekt Red made people go, well, not just CD Projekt Red, but just generally also during the okay. pandemic.
3: <laughs> EA, everybody.
1: Well, no, remember, um, remember also during the pandemic. So we had mentioned this multiple times. So many game publishers were cranking them out so fast, but they were like, not finished.
3: Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Everybody. They weren't
1: polished. They weren't finished. And it's like, again, not just CD projects, but right? just generally. People were like, oh my God, people are home. Nobody has anything better to do to play their video games. Let's, really start, let's start cranking them out. Let's start mm-hmm. cranking them out. And they did that. And a lot of really like, sought after ex- games Came out and they were horrible. Yep. Like, damn near. I, I, I,
3: I, I also blame fans. Uh, and, you, and you, and we all talk about this uh, as far as the wrestling. Everybody wants now, 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 now. I want it now, now, now. Why are you, making, why are you laughing at me? Don't laugh at me. No, already. I'm
1: scratching Amber's head. Oh. On a screen. I'm scratching
0: Amber's <laughs> head. Yeah,
3: I
1: got what you're doing.
3: Um, everybody wants things now, 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 now. And we all suffer. When shit gets um, rushed. Yes. Using CD Projekt Red as the example. I always remember where the news was coming out when the company was like, we got to put this out. We got to put this out. And Velber's, it's not ready. This is going to be bad. And they still put it out when they did. And we all, and the rest is history. And and people still get mad when, when video games are delayed. No. Good. That delay. Be I saw very few, but there were still a few when the Ghostbusters game news came out the other day. Like, well, it looks great. Put it out now. Fuck you. No. Wait until the fourth quarter, like they said. Because then all you're, you're going to be the first one on Twitter going, man, my ghost trap didn't open exactly
1: when I pressed the button. Like, you know, just and that, like again, you know, people are like, oh, it looks great. Yeah, you're looking at little snip- snippets and clips that they've purposely like picked that are either A, done or B, they created specifically for the trailer and polished for the trailer. So, yeah, it looks great in the trailer, but it's the trailer.
3: Yeah, no, you need to calm down, let these developers. I, and that's another thing. And being one that has taken to Twitter to voice my anger many, many times, you got to back off these developers. You have, you not seen what's been going on in the video game news as far as uh, video game companies, uh, AKA just take a look at blizzard Activision who settled no. for a pulch who centered for a poultry, $18 million for all that sexual harassment shit. Like, didn't, aren't they worth like 29 billion? They're right here's 18 million. What? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, back off. I don't know if you know this, but books and movies are still out there and exist. Um, use your hands to play with yourself. Just let the game. Discover Come out. your body. <laughs> discover your body. Boys, feel your balls. Make sure there's nothing weird going on there. there ladies, boobs, same thing. Make sure nothing's weird's growing in there. Uh, read a book and wait Get for a the cat to come out. Get a cat. Get three. Get six cats. Get Bye. 16 wiener dogs. You know? Just something to occupy. Occupy? Something to occupy. Occupy. Games. Occupy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> just stop rushing these fucking people. Every like time. rushing
1: his words.
3: Just like my, I'm rushing my words, like the Italian from South Jersey that I am. half, I just, I get a lot of heat for reacting to things, but then I see others, and I'm like, I'm very patient. I don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> just wait, this game's going to be a bit. How do you not trust Rocksteady to take them at their job after everything else they've already put out? It'll be fine.
0: Yeah, Rocksteady's, Absolutely wait. They got, it, Rocksteady's I, got a pretty decent track record.
3: They know what they're doing, especially since we're talking about Rocksteady. They know what they're doing. Settle the fuck down. This yeah, game's going to be awesome.
1: they uh, got a pretty decent...
3: Uh, I'm replaying record. the games on stream. They're fucking amazing. It's a great series. Calm the fuck down. Okay, that
1: was it. All right. Well, moving on to one of our favorite people, uh, celebrity-wise, that we've mentioned on here quite a few times over the years, Christina Ricci. Who? Christina Ricci. Christina oh. Ricci joins the Wednesday cast as a new Adams Family character. Former Wednesday actor Christina Ricci is joining Netflix's upcoming Adams Family series, starring Jenna Ortega as the brand new character. Uh, deadline is reported that Ricci. Has spent months filming on the new series, but her character is being kept under wraps. Um, however, it, it was confirmed that she will play an original character. Richie famously played the young Wednesday uh, in the 1990s Adam Family films, which would go on to basically launch her career. Uh, the new series, directed by Tim Burton, will star Jenny or, Jenna Ortega in the titular role. As I had mentioned before, though her role remain, though Richie's role remains a risk mystery. Uh, Richie will be a series regular with deadlines saying so she'll be a major part of the show.
2: You know what that says to me?
1: What does that she's, say um, to you? She's, she's Wednesday Adams, the mom of Wednesday?
2: No, that would mean she's Morticia, honey.
0: <laughs>
2: what that says to me is...
1: What you mean the we, mom of the new Wednesday?
2: We need something to grab people's attention to watch this show. Mm.
0: So
2: that's what that says to me.
0: Unless they can get the new Wednesday and the new Lurch to do the Wednesday dance. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I was I, I was looking forward to
3: this anyway. I, I'm an Adams Family sucker. Like I saw that animated movie and I was like, okay, I tried it. We're good. You don't need to see the <laughs> second one.
1: Oh no, not, we not didn't for me. Go near it. The first yeah. one ticks her and I off. The kids liked it. Well, I don't but know. We remember. Sitting, you know, like.
3: Well, after you saw it and you Plane talked about on the show
1: from the side of yeah, my yeah. face,
3: <laughs> flame, flame, behaving, breath. Um, but I, I was going to give this a shot anyway. But
2: oh no, so was you, I. I think a lot of people you... were. But I mean, logic dictates when you have any kind of show when you add a child or add a pseudo celebrity, sort of already tied to people on the show. All of a sudden, become a regular cast member. You know that you're doing it because you need to grab more audience attention.
0: Hmm. Yep. Then,
2: I'm not mad at this at all.
0: Yeah, break, no, break,
2: yeah. Break, break, yeah. I'm not mad at this. Maybe I'm have, all about this. Maybe she'll have the
1: slinky dress on, like they photoshopped her.
2: That would mean she's Morticia. No,
1: what? See, when I said what I said, is be like you know By how Henry like you know there's no. like Henry II, Henry III. Maybe they're doing the Wednesday thing where like she's Wednesday's, she's Wednesday, and she's the new Wednesday's mom.
3: I'm sorry, Damien. I can't follow this one. No, I love yeah. you, buddy. Isn't, but, there, like, yeah.
1: isn't there a term no. for like, a, a junior, but it's a female? Yeah, mom. Mom.
3: Yeah. Or daughter. Morticia.
1: Yeah. Morticia. <laughs> you know, I'm saying like she, she could be the grown up Wednesday and the new oh, Wednesday. Wednesday is her daughter.
2: Oh, that's oh, granddaughter. Granddaughter,
0: granddaughter of, of Morticia.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes, the granddaughter of Morticia.
0: So it'll be so the new Wednesday would be the Wednesday. Be junior. Wednesday
2: two. Wednesday, Wednesday two. Yes, that's what I was going it's
0: at. Junior, yeah. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Okay. Do you now, see what
2: happens when you have a very small family tree?
0: Yes. <laughs> or when you're just the sap in the family tree. That, well, we already have our highlight for this week. Is
2: that a semen joke?
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. No, it's a free joke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Once three. I knew what I was trying to say. You weren't getting what I was trying to say. I wasn't getting it either, Damien. You're not
2: like... on my stupidity.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's all you. I buddy. literally said, I said, she's. Richie plays Wednesday, and the new Wednesday is her daughter, who just happens to be named Wednesday.
2: But how you were saying it made no sense.
3: That's not how you said it the first time, brother. I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> Honey, I wasn't the only one that was looking at you dumbly.
3: <laughs> dumbly. dumbly. Yep.
0: Great
3: when yeah. Dan's doing it, it's bad. Dumbly, dumbly, dumbly. dumbly. That's yeah. the new name of the episode. Dumbly. dumbly,
1: that's it. That's it right there. Yeah, the dumbly episode. NTF, <laughs> or NTF, or NTF or dumbly. dumbly. What? And then, then, in parentheses, what the hell is an NFT? NTF, whatever. NFT.
0: Yeah, I'm doing. I got it. What the hell is an NFT? I wasn't the only one who looked at it it sounds
2: like
1: a country song. Next. All right. And my last tidbit, back to those live action movies of stuff that we love and everything like that. Now we know there's been a He-Man movie in the works for a little bit now. Uh, The live action Masters of the Universe movie will be wild, crazy, faithful, and is likened to Thor Ragnarok. All right.
2: Did anyone like Ragnarok?
1: I did. I don't. I mean, it was a little too. I remember we said it was, it was a little
2: too.
1: Which one was Ragnarok? Oh, there's that no. the one. No. Yes. Okay. I, I didn't remember on.
2: Ragnarok was. I thought it was Dark World. For no, me. no, it wasn't. No.
1: It was just a little too comedy. Oh no! no I,
2: I, was, I was mistaking no. Ragnarok for the other one?
1: I don't. No, know second, okay. I, don't I don't know. How
3: you one, we didn't that. like
0: too much. We didn't like the second one too much. Yeah, Craig, you, I agree with you. Uh, how do you get? How do you get those mixed up? Second one sucked. Everyone knows that the first one was Thor. Second one sucked. Ragnarok was a good one with the whole. Because Hulk when I hear Hulk Ragnarok,
2: especially when it comes to, like, you know, the new Assassin's Creed game, I automatically think dark. It's a, it's a dark theme. So I just kind of associate.
0: Okay. Foxy, I was looking at you dumbly, okay, when you said that. You got Ragnarok and Dark World mixed up. I'm looking at you dumbly. There's no way in, there. in hell anyone can get those mixed up. But, yes, Ragnarok was the best Thor movie. Until Love and Thunder comes out this year, but um yeah, same director. Why the Thor movie sucked? Um, they had three different directors. Why the Captain America and the and the Spider Man separate movies all ruled same director. So, the Taika Waititi got Ragnar got everyone back on track with Ragnarok. He's got going to be in Love and Thunder. Natalie Portman, new Thor. So. You, won't, you will not be able to get mistake this one for the previous ones, Fox, so I will no longer have to look at you dumbly for thinking that Dark World and Ragged Rock. you got them confused. Thank God you're hot. And I was talking to you, I was talking to Dan. I wasn't talking to you.: <laughs> Am I hot?: Yes. go ahead. Oh. Dan, I He's hot. I like He's
3: yeah, hot. Yeah, I like Thor and Thor Dark World.
1: Yuck.
0: Worst Marvel movie ever. Worst? <laughs> not not what I heard about Ang- the Eternals. That would be Ang Lee's Hulk. Yeah. Well, we're going then. Um, Martin. Ben, a- yeah, or Punisher with Thomas Jane. Not the Dolph Lundgren one? What? Not the Dolph Lundgren one? Oh, well, that, does that even count as a Marvel film? Marvel wasn't even a Marvel then. That is true. It's kind of
1: like the Fantastic Four movie that you could actually,
0: that first came out, you could watch on YouTube. Yeah, that you can get on at any comic convention now. Yeah. On VHS, yeah. yes.
3: Yeah, right. This this one's for Foxy Badass says, I don't know, Dark World left me a little Thor.
0: But I'll, um, put your pants back on, young lady. All right, well, into the live-action Master of the Universe news, which
1: basically, again, they're liking it to Thor Ragnarok. Uh, West Side Story actor Kyle Allen will be taking on the role of He-Man. Uh, Allen will play a- an orphan named Adam who discovers he's a prince destined to be the savior of a faraway land. He must quickly learn of his power and the importance of saving his true home from an evil force. Uh and
3: everything. Do they have now, a synthesizer looking- in
1: it? All right. So the director goes on to say, "It's a wild, crazy property, and we wanted to keep it wild and crazy. Like you just um, like you. I'm quoting him here. Like you had just wacky characters, but what we also wanted to keep is that is that what it was to experience those toys and those cartoons as kids. Whereas kids, we took it completely seriously and trying to tap into what was." Into what empowered, uh, empowered that made us feel and uh, dang it, stop it! Uh, And that sort of wide-eyed wonder of the incredible things that can happen and the incredible worlds that you can encounter. Wide-eyed wonder. Uh, I don't like that. He says, "Oh, Uh, we're all grown ups now, so we can't really have a character named Ram Man. We can't really have a character named Fisto. Fisto. Instead, it's like no." We're going to have that in the movie and everything like that. So, yeah, they're promising, like, all, like, the crazy cabiness and feels and everything, and then some are going to be included into this live-action Masters of the Universe. Ram Man and Fisto. Nice.
3: I see a porno coming.
0: It's already there. It's already there. Very it.
3: I'll look it up later. I mean, my (laughs) friend will.
1: And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the nerd news of the month. Anybody else got anything they wanted to toss out there?
0: Yes. I horrible
1: to- mania predictions on a horrible mania?
0: No, I wanted to talk about the premiere of Marvel's Moon Knight. That's ah, a- yes.
1: Now apparently it's it's um it's like a mini series though. It's very short. I think what they how many episodes you said it was? It was like
0: three? Six. No, six. No, six, yes. Yeah, what Hawkeye was six. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, uh premiere premiered today. I've already seen it twice and uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um please. It's the latest in the Marvel Canon. And through no coincidence, uh the Moon Knight series ends uh the same week that Doctor Strange debuts.
2: Mm. So coincidentally.
0: Yes. So, you almost may, as if they have it planned, Craig, almost, but I'm saying, jump on right now oh, every time Marvel releases an a di- a series on Disney that fans aren't aware i'm I'm not aware of this character. I didn't it turned out to be a huge hit, so this is the latest uh Marvel moon Oscar, um Isaac, absolutely great um. Choice for this role, I wasn't sold, but he's excellent. And, uh, and I know
1: the- he does the fight scenes. They actually showed like he was training for these. He does fight scenes. And yeah,
0: they, the fight scenes in this, I think, rival. They, they say uh, will rival the Daredevil uh, as far as the um, the uh, the realistic and the authentic is of yeah, this. They
1: show, they showed him like doing the the fight choreography, and he's doing like the head scissors and um, everything.
0: Yeah, watch episode one. And Dan, i we are almost done, so I'll—I'll um, I'll be quick uh, before you fall asleep. But episode one premiered today, and um, it's, it starts out great. This is the best first episode, action-wise, uh, from a Disney series I've seen since Falcon and Winter Soldier episode mm-hmm. one. But yes, don't
3: tell me, me out, bitch. I was dealing with a sick wife today.
1: <laughs> now let me ask you something, Craig. Because every now and again, you know, like
3: mm-hmm.
0: every
1: now and again. One of the Marvel movies has a tendency to, or Marvel properties has a tendency to fall flat. Yeah. We saw this with the Inhumans television series. Yes. Now, apparently, Eternals has not been met with very well-rate reviews. Yes. Why do you think that is for some of these, like, and it doesn't seem to be so much like the individual lesser-known characters, but more mm-hmm. the groups, again, oh, like, like Inhumans
0: and um, um, Eternals. The Eternals you want to go ahead, Fox: I
2: mean, it, it has a lot to do with you're trying to pack in a lot of individualized people that are a group already in a group. Mm. Like mm. when it came to Iron Man and Cap and Thor and, and Hulk to become the Avengers, by the time you got to the Avengers, you can just focus on what the Avengers were going to do, because
1: everybody was established: You
2: knew you know, their personalities, their backstories, their drama, their traumas, et cetera, et cetera. So you could just focus on the Avengers and what the Avengers have to fight against, as mm-hmm. well as coming together. Whereas you, you can't really unpack all of that in a show like The Eternals or whichever if, Eternals yeah. and humans back, yeah, strike yeah. that, reverse it. Mm-hmm. Because, again, these are all very complex characters in a complex story that encompasses more of the Marvel universe that's explored and hasn't been explored, and you're just saying here, here you go. Have fun. And it's like you're it's almost like missing puzzle pieces.
0: Mm. Eternals didn't work, and I'm gonna to jump on Foxy's point, uh which you made was an excellent one. Why Eternals didn't work the way it should have is because Not only are you introduced, you're introducing 11 new characters in one film. None of them had been in any previous film. That's what the stumbling block was. What made um, Avengers work, or even a movie like Civil War work, where you introduced two characters like Black Panther and Spider-Man. So when they showed up in their own movie or in another group film, they were established eternals had none of that you had 11 separate characters and you have and now you're attempting to give 11 separate backstories or current stories and have that whole movie as a whole fit into the marvel universe which it did in a very loose way if it was a more tight way now the post-credit scene ushered us into uh the marvel universe proper but everything leading up to that um, didn't really, outside of the dimension of Thanos and why they didn't interfere in the Avengers business, um, you didn't you didn't have a lot of um, connection to the, the Marvel Universe. Um, but that being said, uh, to your point, uh, Damien, uh, Marvel has set the bar so high with all their movies being great. When a movie like Eternals comes along, that's just very good. It's seen it as a failure. Yeah. I didn't hate Eternals. It was a good film. It was a fantastic cinematography. Angel- <laughs> uh, Angelina Jolie was fantastic um, in this role, especially when you realize, and if you've seen the movie and the way she's fighting with the weapons, she didn't have a single thing in her hand. Mm. That was all CGI, and she did all those stunts herself. So. She was amazing, um, as was Barry Cogan, who, who we know in The Joker. Um, but because it was just a good film, we're so used to great, Eternals is seen as a, as a disappointment when gotcha. it, it, it was just very good. Way better than Thor Dark World, the second one. So um, that's why Eternal. But great point. But I agree, Foxy, because I mean, you've got 11 characters. Go ahead. It,
2: I mean, I, I think it also, I, mean, I could be wrong. But it also seems as though trying to also jam-pack as many, like, top-tier celebrities into it, Mm -hmm. you're going in with, like, expectations as well. Whereas if it was, like, maybe one or two, and then a bunch of up-and-coming actors, like, you know... Hemsworth was the yeah, Hemsworth was you know you, you one, have yeah. that curiosity and you let's like, see how this is and you don't have these high expectations of oh, Angelina Jolie's done all this 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 and this and Salma Hayek's and this this and this it's like you know
1: these two are coming off of Game of Thrones yeah, and yeah. so it's
2: like there's, there's almost like an expectation of oh this did you know all these top people and it's like mm-hmm. you could spread it a little more yeah. when it comes to that shit too
0: yeah and to her credit, Angelina Jolie wasn't. She's the biggest name in the film, but she yeah. was. He, she had the least amount of screen time. Of Tom Hanks bigger, yes. He, 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 Tom Hanks doesn't have an Oscar, but go ahead. <clears> trigger <throat> uh, 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 word, trigger Ah, yo No, I was.
3: was going to say the same thing. I, I thought Eternals was fine. Uh, I was going to double down to say Thor and Dark World kind of suffer from that. Suffers from that in a different way. The movies are fine, but when you compare it to Iron Man and even Captain America, which is fantastic, yeah. it's just it looks bad. But I I had that thought, too. I'm like, I didn't like Thor and Dark World. But when I rewatched it leading up to Endgame, I'm like, oh, they're fine. It's yeah. Thor being it's Thor being Thor. And I don't get me wrong. I am beyond beyond ecstatic what they did with chris helmsworth and thank god he did that ghostbusters pit stop because oh he's funny yeah. mm, we know what to do now get taika in here and let's 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 fix thor uh but those movies were good for what they were they set up loki and thor and then by the time you get to ragnarok and i can't wait for love and thunder you know the they, they said well not loki <laughs> Spoiler, he's really dead um it established that uh it, it always goes back to the scene where what's the the plan they call it craig where they're in the elevator uh brother help or something what yeah, the fuck okay. is the-
0: yeah don't 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 do uh my brother needs help don't do yeah. that yeah, oh yeah. i love
3: it oh but it's so painful for me <laughs> help my brother needs help <laughs> Just, it's great uh, but yeah the eternals was fine um I'll say this, and I think it's been said on here, since we're talking about Marvel movies, Shang-Chi yeah. uh, was, uh, is highly underrated, and I don't think enough people talk about that. I enjoyed the shit out of that. And that's a movie, like, going into Moon Knight, that I know F all about this 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 character and the people around it. And I was like, well,
0: <laughs> sign me up. Get me another, Give me more. <laughs> I don't. Th- the thing is, yeah, I don't think Shang Chi was underrated. I thought it got the appropriate amount of attention that it did, and it did and huge box office numbers uh, coming off of. I, Japan. People loved it's,
1: it. People loved it.
3: I think what no, no. What I mean is, it's like after the fact, like nobody's bringing it up
0: anymore. Yeah, and maybe it's just oh, the superhero the fit.
1: because well, it's Spider Man's time. It's Spider Man and Doctor Strange.
0: Yeah, but but leading up to Spider Man, uh, Shang Chi was the best. Uh, action movie and I'll, I'll and I'll put it above Black Widow. Um, oh, and, it's it, uh, yeah, a great
3: It was fantastic. Like, it's, not that I went in with low expectations. I just went in
0: clueless, and and yeah. it was like
3: I fucking enjoyed the shit
0: out of that. That was great. But again, you're introducing a new character, but you also have elements of the previous character because uh, yeah, previous character because in Shang Chi we're going to see Wong and we saw the abomination and. We we know that this movie takes place after the snap, so again, you're you're put, that's something that the Eternals didn't do, but what Shang Chi did. Maybe because it was set in present day Earth or nine more a year after after the, uh, the the blip as they call it, but you're instantly connected because these guys went through everything that everyone else in the Avengers movie did. They have to read, you know, they're gone five years and now they're coming back. And uh, it, uh, it helped. Again, their post credit scene was even better because we had all those cameos from uh, your, your Marvel superheroes. Mm-hmm. And it sets up a part two uh, perfectly. And we, we may see Shang-Chi again before the year is out in another Marvel movie. So nice. stay tuned. Mm. All right.
1: <laughs> well, that's all the nerd news and everything like that. And that was like the last question I wanted to ask.
3: Okay. Can we uh can we take a pit stop real quick? Greg, mm-hmm. you got time to take a little pit stop here?
0: Yeah. Do we have to go? We are all going to the bathroom together. To the no, bathroom? no, no. Well, I mean, you can hold it for me, but
3: no, I wanted to uh, promote Manic Mixtape, which is finally coming back next week. I think.
2: Yep. Next Saturday. Yes, the so man- Manic Mixtape.
3: I'm going to steal that soundbite and soundbite and use it. If I could say soundbite, right? Uh, I wanted to bring up, I don't want to end on a downer, but I really think this is important to mention. I want to met, I want to nerd out for a second about drummers and unfortunately talk about the passing of Taylor Hawkins. Oh, mm. uh, yeah.
2: Somehow everybody's a Foo Fighters fan all of a sudden.
3: Yeah, that's another, uh, whatever. Yeah. I, from day one, baby.
2: Oh, I believe um, it. Yeah, yeah, we know.
1: I... Lord knows. You, you've mentioned the Foo Fighters on here quite a bit, sir. So.
2: We all do. Yes,
3: yes, yes, yes. Even yes. on
2: mixtape, every episode, there's... <laughs> every episode we mention Foo Fighters.
3: Yeah, we both... Yeah, we both, we've we accidentally gone... And the Foo Fighters. <laughs> uh-huh. and another one. I already... By the way, I've already added to our list for the playlist for the next episode, because I guess we can also mention it on the next episode, but I just wanted to talk to Foxy real quick about that because I still kind of, it's still kind of processing. It's so weird. I didn't know about Taylor's, I didn't know there was a, a, a addiction battle. Um, well, that's the thing.
2: When you have one, nobody ever knows. Yeah, they said,
1: they said like his heart was like twice normal size. Twice
3: the, the, yeah, there. it was enlarged two times bigger than a normal size heart. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I think, just
3: wanted to uh, go ahead, Eddie, go ahead, Craig, please. Uh,
0: no, Eddie's was too. I was just going to say that. Uh, mm. Yeah same because uh, he amount of opiates in his system guys
3: no no i i uh badass i have a plan take this ride with me okay thank you settle down you're not coming on the show because you barely talk talking a microphone anyway i'll explain in a second um i'm trying to talk about serious and she's yelling at me over here um i wanted just to elaborate real quick um I kind of blew the Foo Fighters off for a little bit until about 2008 or 9. Not that I didn't listen to them or like them. It was just I had the hits or what was played on the radio and I kind of moved past that. Then I met Kelly. (laughs) And then I found out, it always comes back to Phil. It always comes back to Phil uh, Foxy. Taylor Hawkins grew up sitting on his bed like I did, drumming to the live album from Genesis called Seconds Out. He was a huge Genesis fan and automatically to me if you're a drummer and you like he would apparently tell everybody like one of the things he would say if you want to become a good drummer listen to Phil he's a master of it. Um, Because of that when did Sonic Highways came out 2010 11 Uh, I
2: I, I think it was 2010 I'm I think it was
3: 2011 when the documentary came out and then the album came out after that. It was right around that same time. Like we've been dating for a year and she told me, oh, Taylor Hawkins, big Phil Collins fan. And then I read all these articles where he's blowing Phil Collins. Oh. That's when I became a Foo Fighters fan. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. Thank you. What timing that was. That was great. <laughs> that was cute. Uh, I just, that was my, that's when I became a Foo Fighters fan. And that's when I would go back. That's when I go, I was not a, b- a fan from the beginning. I liked them, but I wasn't like, to me, the Foo Fighters was just Dave Grohl's genius. Then you find out it was Dave and, and, and Taylor. It really was. So People don't know that. People are like, well, Dave will be fine. It's his thing. I'm like, no, it was Dave and Taylor. I think you understand the impact Taylor, Taylor Hawkins had um, real quickly. It's a cliche now since he's passed, but it's like the Genesis story. You get Peter Gabriel. But then leaves the band and then he gets replaced by Phil Goddamn Collins. You had Dave Grohl, who mm-hmm. is not even arguably one of the best drummers and best songwriters out there, fill in the drum kit with one of the best drummers out there in Taylor Hawkins. And that is a one in a million thing. So everybody listen to the Foo Fighters or listen to the drum tracks of Taylor Hawkins because. He's gone now, and you missed out on a spectacular talent. And we will elaborate more about that on Saturday, uh, next Saturday,
2: next Saturday uh,
3: for manic mixtape on the ninth. Now, to end on a happy note, Bad Ash, The Witcher three season, th- The Witcher season three has started filming.
1: Uh, and there and, uh, and there has been confirmed of a new game being made.
3: Yes, there. Yes, exactly. There was a teaser poster picture of a. Oh,
2: and the controversy that's coming with us.
3: Wait, what?
2: Please elaborate. Um, there, there is uh, inklings that the next Witcher will not be Geralt. Yeah, and right that um, while the lore is usually his story, any gender. Can be a witcher, ah,
3: uh, the good old it has to be my way or the highway. Got it. Mm. Well, you know what side of the argument I'm gonna land on on that one.
2: And if people still want to hear his story, go just buy the books. There's tons. Go the,
1: yeah, there's, it was, there's tons of... it
2: was a video game, folks.
3: Yeah, it's true. Wait, w- excuse me, it was the a witch- book series before Witcher's, video The game. Witcher
2: series is a 1980s fantasy like series that came out mm. well before the video game. The video game is based off of, off of the book series.
3: Dan just learned something new tonight.
2: Mm-hmm. There's two books that are not part of the series that you could just generally read called the last wish and "Sword of sort of destiny. Those are two books that are just standalones. And then the series begins after that. If you choose to read it, which is blood of elves uh, if I'm right, The Witcher TV series loosely follows The Last Wish as well as book one, Blood of Elves.
3: Interesting. Yeah, I did I, I did not know that.
1: And there's some nerddom for you.
3: Dan, learn some nerddom stuff. I, yeah, I didn't know. And I don't mean this in a disparaging way. I, I don't do RPGs in general. So this is not a shot against The Witcher. So when I say I didn't care enough to know that, now I kind of want to get more into it because I did not know that. Mm-hmm. See, not just Phil Collins. This one did. Did Phil have The Witcher? The only way that I could tie it back into Phil Collins.
2: I know manic mixtape. The room should really be called <sighs> Nine Degrees of Phil Collins. No, Phil ownership.
3: Collins. Yeah, I really try not to, but uh, no. Listen, I just think being me. it's
2: interesting how we can always tie it always back to so like one solid thing. It's actually really cool.
3: All of my musical tastes. I can trace back to Phil because that's where it started, except for New Kids on the Block. Me, I was just like, just like New Kids. We didn't. Stupid people. Love their
1: new song. That new that new video they came out yeah, with. It's really yeah. good. That new video is great. It's Love really that new good. video.
3: The song's really good, too, without
1: the video. I, like, the vi- the video I haven't been able things-
3: to yeah, yeah. I haven't been able it. to text about it because people are like, "You like the new kids?" Yes, I have a big, huge button that I've had since the nineties sitting here in the room. I like the new kids. Yeah, now it's it is one you could double as a it could double as a coaster. It's that big, like my
0: boob. Yeah, I had a, um, I was very envious and jealous of Jonathan Knight of the New Kids because, as you all know, I'm a huge Tiffany fan, and uh, in 1989, uh, the New Kids <laughs> opened up. For Tiffany on their yep. tour by the end of the tour Tiffany was opening up for them that's how big the new kids got and Jonathan Knight and Tiffany were a couple and I hated Jonathan Knight because he was dating Tiffany only up until 10 years ago did my hatred go away uh and that coincided with Jonathan Knight coming out as gay so Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, that makes sense.
3: Did you, were you there that night? at uh, Not that night, that day at Keenan's when they came out with Preston's Steve? I was not there.
0: I didn't, I, uh. I I've never been to Keenan's. That's the one I, I, I I, I, I heard it. It's a great spot. It's a great, that whole telecast was great. And the guy that picked out of the audience to do new kids was awesome. And I watched the video all the time, but uh, yes.
3: I, good I, I was so, Cause like really, I when I was six or seven, it was Phil Collins tapes and New Kids tapes, just yeah. the way it was, folks. Mm-hmm. And then you they they break up, you kind of fall out of it. You don't listen to it for a while, and then I'm there. I'm I'm in Wildwood. It's the one of two times. No, it was the one time I went to Aquinas broadcast. Oh, and by the way, the New Kids are going to be here, and I'm like, hmm, what?
1: Do what? Do what? do what? Now?
3: And they came out. I've told this automatic tape. It's a mm-hmm. this bar is huge, but it's not like. You can't fit 20,000 people in there, but it's a big bar, which after not Sandy, uh the last big storm that tore through the shore and flooded. Irene, thank you. I couldn't remember. Uh, They've since made it bigger because they had to rebuild and expand because some businesses on that corner didn't open because it's on a corner. So they kind of took over it. You would have thought there was 20,000 people in here in that in that bar. Wow. It was insane and after the party or after the broadcast I get you know Dan, come back here and I walk through the doors to the back and behind the doors is another bar and another which they're using as a private area for people involved cr- you know crew and talent and I walk through the door and they're standing right there, there right here and, I, and I'm just like inside I'm going yeah. <laughs> but the outside I was like but it, but on the outside, I was like, "Oh my god, it's finally nice that I've been listening to you since I was a kid." Like, yes, I was very nice. To, they were so nice, and I was just like, as I drove home, I was like, <laughs> the, the New kids on the block, I don't even care. I loved them. I love it. I still love him." Kelly busts my balls all the time, and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, Harry Connick Jr. I know he's pretty, but please, yeah, he's cool. not a prodigy or anything. I don't want to hear it. Yeah." <laughs> Okay, I really am done now.
0: Anyway, <laughs> anyway,
1: that's all we got.
0: Well, no, um, where did Dan go? Oh, there he goes. Um, the and Rumble Dan, um, th- thank you for your, your for our tribute to Taylor Hawkins, and I'm glad we Absolutely. got to, to do yeah, that. Yeah, I, I
3: will. I will elaborate more on Manic Mixtape, but I really wanted to get something out because, because fuck drugs, man.
0: Yes, exactly. And you, you weren't going to end on a bad note anyway, uh, if you hadn't brought up Taylor Hawkins, because we're going to end on this up note. Um, for the last two years, since I've been a part of this uh, podcast, it's been my utmost pleasure and honor. But now I can say, finally, and this is the first time anyone has heard this news, and I'm telling you this now, what better place to break this news when news gets broken It needs to be here, but on April 10th, and yes, that's a Sunday, but as part of Fan Expo Philadelphia, no longer Wizard World Fan Expo, Mm. uh, on April 10th, 145, as part of Fan Expo, will be the return for the first time in two years of Comic Book Gurus podcast. Congratulations. Congratulations. Rockstar Rob and I are doing it live. We're doing it live on the floor of the uh, Pennsylvania Convention Center. It will be recorded live. Uh, we'll have mics and everything. And so we'll do our best to cover the two years that we missed. Uh, a lot of which that was covered here. And uh, uh, we'll have an hour. Uh, but our first podcast in two years. Uh Thankfully, I've been with you fine folks to fill in that void, but I do have my own podcast, and I will be doing it there, and I'll be debuting the Batman suit on that, podca- on that day, April 10th, 145, on the floor of the Philadelphia Convention Center as part of Fan Expo Philly. Um, telling you here first, I haven't even posted on any of my social media yet. Did I not do that then? You can, but I, I haven't made a formal ask. You can. Do put that on Nerd Herders. I will, I'll, I'll do a little, uh, yeah, I got you covered. Yeah. But, um, I want, I'm, I'm letting you guys know first before I go, uh, a wide with it on social media. But the Return of Comic Book Gurus podcast, uh, April 10th, that's part of Fan Expo Philadelphia, um, next Sunday. Go game. Speaking
1: of returns.
0: yes. Remember we said and we were special done special
1: announcements.
0: Yes. Mhm. I think looking someone next
1: to me has something to say. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah.
3: This is awesome. Yes. Yeah, yes. Proxy uh, has the floor. Oh, I can't wait. Yes.
2: All right. So uh if anybody's free Saturday, April 16th, and near the Westville, New Jersey area, or is willing to travel down to the Westville, New Jersey area for IWA Vintage Pro Wrestling. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, making my managerial return to the independent wrestling world after 12 fucking years.
0: Wow, that's that beats me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No. So so what's the occasion? Fox, whose corner are you going to be in?
2: Uh, I'm going to be in the corner of my good friend, Cade Lothbrock. Um, He has been asking me for about two years now to manage him. And I finally, I said yes.
0: Wow, you said yes? yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
3: You know when they say never say never in wrestling?
2: Oh, I never. Exhibit.
0: I, I never it's I said never, B. Actually. i know you. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Never mind.
3: Never all right. That. I
0: backtrack. Dan will backtrack again and take it back. That's all. Are you excited?
2: Yeah. Are,
0: are you getting there? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not there yet. But maybe. Um, no.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm like the way I told him. I'm excited to do it again. Mm-hmm. More mm-hmm. so because I'm managing him because I wasn't going to do it with just any random fucking person. Yeah. Um, but as I've gotten older,
0: Mm-hmm. I don't like people. <laughs> yes.
2: So, um, the whole thought of being around a bunch of like strangers in an audience and then having to talk to them during intermission doesn't exactly appeal to me.
0: No. Be a good guy or a bad guy. You're that. healed or face. Oh, there you go.
3: Use okay. that. Yeah, you're in. So, oh yeah, man, exactly. if I was free, I'd come up there.
2: Like that. Mm-hmm. That's the only part that has me like, uh, No,
3: nah, That'd be perfect. Use. You know how to use that as your to your advantage. That'd be great. I want footage because I would absolutely try to get up there, but I will not have my car,
0: so I can't come.
3: <laughs>
0: and I don't have I had, a car. I will do my best to be there because I
3: would because I would have my car and I would go up there the day before, go get Greg, uh, Craig and then go and some guy named Greg and come see you.
0: All three of us. Yeah. Good. i'm so ha- i'm so happy and i'm so proud to have you back in the ring i know it took a lot to to do that but uh you're gonna have a blast and as we get closer to the date i know you're not feeling it now we're not even in april yet but uh when we get closer to the date i can i can sense in you the the butterflies and your feelings will come back but i'm so happy to hear that that is great you know to what you.
3: we should do Craig?
0: what what we should,
3: we should use that occasion to bring Foxy back on the HIAC and have a little career
0: retrospective and also oh, tease I? her book. Yeah, uh, where people will
2: actually ask questions about me.
0: Yes, for a change. Yes, when <laughs> have I never asked questions about you?
2: It's
1: a, don't
0: worry about it's, it. you. it's not you, well, yeah, it's not me. Oh, okay, yeah, all I want to do is ask questions about you.
3: Yeah, like, uh, what's Damien like when he cooks dinner? <laughs>
0: And Damien
3: wearing <laughs> No, <laughs> That's either really good or really bad.
1: <laughs> no. Nah.
2: Oh no, his dinner's great. Okay.
3: okay. You're Everything not out. too far
2: off though. <laughs> huh? Not too far no from the question. You're not, not too far off uh. from the question. <laughs> oh.
3: Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh, 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 uh. oh, really? Oh my god. Well, you know what kind of interviewer we are. We ain't going to do that shit. I'm serious. I will, I will DM you. We got to bring you on like the week of and uh, help promote it. Rock on. Badass, it's very easy to follow. She's coming back to wrestling. Uh, there's a certain person who asked shitty questions. That's not me that she was referencing. And she's going to be on the show in two weeks to do an interview with us. You find out more about your crush. I'm sorry, not your crush. The husband's not going to beat you up. Anyway, Damien, take back over. quick.
1: <laughs> oh no! This is this is where you know, everybody does their cheap shilling and plugging in there like that. I got nothing to plug.
0: <laughs> I just plug my appearance. The uh return of Captain. I, of I
1: teach karate here in Jersey. U. S. Underscore <S.___Shotokai>. yeah. Find me on Facebook: US Karate.
2: I'm at Viva Foxy Foxy on all social media outlets.
1: And you, sir? Met Dan
0: Law eighty three. And just like that, we're all done. Another month in the books. Um, I can't tell you how much fun I had with you guys. I No, I really can't because I haven't. But uh, we're going to do it again uh, last week in April. Uh, you know, same bad time, same bad channel, wherever it is you listen to your favorite podcast. Uh, until we meet again and see each other again in those old familiar places, uh, you are. My nerd herders. <laughs> my nerd herders. You're my nerd herders.
1: Nerd, herder.
3: nerd herders. Hi, <laughs> everyone.